great. We have no video to line up. Oh, okay. Okay, three, two, one. Okay. Okay, I'll edit this up. Okay, welcome to Tolkien White Girl. I'm Carolyn, host and author of the Itinarion, the epic fantasy novel I wrote when I was 15, which I now sit down to read to my friends. David. Hey, oh, I'm first. <laughs> Emma. Hello. Keenan. Hey, everybody. So, hey, guys. How's it going? It's a Friday. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Fun week. Fun week. Yeah, we, we learned our listener numbers there are 10 of you uh 10 very special people out there we appreciate each and every one of you <laughs> i think that's it though not gonna lie the apple podcast algorithm is like a fucking wild ride like people are like i commented good reviews apple where are they i need that public validation so that's probably of great interest to you so guys. like and subscribe <laughs> exactly. you're, you're part of a growing fandom right and if you now. feel yes. something drop it in the comments Wait, I've got a question for you guys. <laughs> I know, I want to die too. Okay. <laughs> I've got a question for you guys. I know this might be premature, but like, what do you call this fan group? You know, you have the oh, the I believers love it. or uh, what? the, the believers. A tenariant. I was trying to do maniacs. <laughs> but it came so out I like dance. like um. Edheads. Edheads. Sounds like a drug though. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Overdosing on premature. 15-year-old sexually repressed fantasy. Well, the acronym of Tolkien White Girl is TWG. So it could be like... Twigs. Twigs. Yeah. No. No. Twigs. Already I done was, by I a beautiful songstress. Yeah, yeah. Slash no, we're not going to insult FKA Twigs this way, please. Yes, please. She's a... She's a In case you didn't know her artsy girls, they'll have an alternative electronic music. <laughs> but he dated... She dated Robert Pattinson, so like Twilight Mature. Okay. Moving on!
it's the ring and the Lord of the Rings. It's uh, what is Harry the Duck? It's it's like the file or the folder or the hard the disk. Or the Horcruxes. The Horcruxes. Multiple MacGuffin. Yeah, a good MacGuffin will be developed as to some reason why you're chasing after it, but in a lot of works, they're just like, this is the thing. It's important. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and say that the odds are not in our favor that this MacGuffin will be well developed. No. Oh, it I will be. It will. I, I mean, I'm biased. I'm biased. I think in this one, we probably find out it's a light bulb inside the suitcase and not <laughs> a real. Well, okay. To, okay, so to be discovered um, in the following chapters, but... Uh, he is heading towards a port town, which I think I describe at one point. For all our Patreon subscribers, you can find Carolyn's crudely drawn map <laughs> of the world, and may, perhaps, mayhaps, you can locate said port city. What's it called? Do you remember? Uh, no, we will do find this out. No. Alright, well, we will be reminded shortly, and again, Patreon, consult that map. <laughs> Um, so, Maybe yes. Maybe someone's going to search. I hope not. I'd have to draw We don't actually have a Patreon. <laughs> there is no Patreon. There are ten that. people listening. <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> so, oh, God. So, to go back to the story. Yeah, he's going to go and try and start embark on his quest. So, Keenan, narrator in chief. And I see. <laughs> we take it away with chapter four. The moon shone brilliant rays through the night's bleak darkness. The stars were all alight and twinkled magically in the dark sky. It was clear as no clouds lingered except during the south, where they hovered over the desert. The wind moved slightly, making the dust dance around, moving across the sleepy plains and villages. All was resting, plugged into a deep, foreboding sleep which conquered all. Only the brave and the dead lingered in the night. That's a good line. Mm. But the dead are lingering. Do we have zombies? Banshees. Banshees are not, not dead. A zombie. There's more. Ma- I'm, okay. Spoiler I'm sorry. alert. There's more about banshees coming up. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Fucking right up with those banshees. Uh, <laughs> the Durganath lands were dangerous when night fell. No lights flickered in the distance. All was darkness, except for sometimes looming figures which loomed in the distance, the darkness shaping out the structure of Helios. Can I? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting too early, but I want to just note that Durkinath sounds like a super shit place. Oh, it is. It's in a desert, everything's terrible, highly unsafe, a lot of violent crime. Oh, they do not have a good welfare system. Why is everybody repping so fucking hard for Durkinath? It sounds like they might be better to stop investing into their fucking military and maybe get some like uh, community-based policing. And guys, please vote for your midterm elections. Vote for your goddamn midterm elections. You guys decentralize the cops of Durganath. I think that's what you were getting at. Oh my god, you guys are foreshadowing so much. Who wants libertarian Durganathai police forces? I don't want libertarian anything. (laughs) Libertarian is just astrology for white men. You guys, these ten listeners are all libertarians. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> Fucked sorry. it up. This is not Chapo. <laughs> Alas. Uh, Alas, if only. Silent. We're actually trying to be the Chapo of teenage fantasy. <laughs> 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 That's our niche. <laughs> listen, listen, I think 
Durganath. It's just propaganda. Like all we're seeing is the top elite of Durganath, their perspective. We don't talk to the working class of Durganath. <laughs> we don't see how this system is built out of human bodies. We need to break people out of that. Hey, do your Jordan Peterson impression. <laughs> all right, we'll skip it for now. <laughs> Silence. That's actually the text. The nightingale called out its forlorn cry. It waited for an answer, but none came. It was alone amongst many other lonely creatures and beings. All was silence except for the wind. Even the sound of battle could not be heard, the sound which Raiden had grown accustomed to. All was empty and hollow, all was barren. Nothing seemed to live except for the dead which lingered to and fro in the dark and never-ending plains of Durganath. So there are zombies. Spirits. You really didn't make that clear. You just said the dead lingered. Well, it's like the aura of the dead. You know, there's a bad sort of, like, misty yeah, sentiment. implies, like, a... Haunted. Do you remember uh, Lord uh, of the Rings, Two Towers, Dead Marshes? Sort of that. Yeah. Yeah? We go. Okay. Let's do my try. Mountains in the far east conquered the great lands, mighty titans of nature dominating all. To the desert was the... Uh, to the desert was to the south, the cousin of the mountain, its dry, harsh breath sweeping across the dunes, blowing its skin of grains of sand. Yo, wait, can I just say, this is pretty good. Beautiful imagery. Yeah, sorry. I have some of my favorite so far. Thank you. That's, I think, not going to lie, at some point after I read this, I did go back and edit some stuff. Are and you I, fucking kidding God me? Not all it. of it, not all of it. There Podcast was... over. It's actually kind of good. God <laughs> damn it. This is all a sham. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no, I, I don't know. I can't remember, but that seems like coherent enough for me to have been like, but I really, really only did four pages before I was like, nope, too difficult. Unsubscribe. The Martians were to the west, where one of the great mighty forges of Durganath sat. There... Right in the marsh, you know. Great lands have a forge Okay, if there's anything I learned growing up in a federal building, it's that it's incredibly expensive to build real estate on a marsh, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Durganath, where are your priorities at? Not a great place for industry. Lesson from Fairfield County, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have to pay extra to kill all the mosquitoes. <laughs> I love you. I don't want to cut this riff off too quickly, but the next sentence is what you came here oh. for. Okay. Give it to me. Sorry, I shouldn't be clapping right into the mic. <laughs> there, there, in mighty forges of Durganath, the banshees <laughs> were created. Ooh. In the and forges? Most of the weapons were forged. So is this kind of like how what's-his-face, I'm really, I'm really uh, exposing my ignorance to actual Lord of the Rings stuff, uh, is this like how they like made the orcs? Uruk-hoi, they come, they're corrupted yeah. elves in the mud. So like, is that kind of the imagery we're getting? Yes. Like you know, in that cool montage scene, also in the two towers, it's like, I will forge the army it's, from the earth, Saruman says. It's a memorable scene. Yeah, it's, it's great. You know what the best thing? Also, the differentiation between the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies, those were real people. That's why they look so real. Everything in the Hobbit was CGI, and it sucked. Man, dying art, prop work. And, yeah. Uh, it employed, like, half of New Zealand. Yeah, yeah the yeah. economy just collapsed afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> nerd has 
absolutely written like an economic ping pong thesis. Oh, on, like, it's it, no the implications legit. of race for New Zealand. No, legit, it really did. Yeah, it's it like did. Yeah, because they literally built Hobbiton, literally, like, for the set. I think they left the set there, and now people just, like, cash in to see Hobbit. Some people dream of, like, a McMansion in the suburbs, and I dream of, like, a Hobbit. Oh, my God. They look so large. You know what? You know, no, Butterbeer's from Harry Potter. Like, they also... And it's fucking gross. Is it dragon weed? What do they smoke in Lord of the Rings? Pump. That's, like, weed. They just get fucking baked in Hobbiton and, like, do some gardening. Think about... Get all of Gandalf's decisions that he makes in He's the whole Lord of the Rings. And then just imagine high. him being so stoned when he made every one of those decisions. Wait, He's imagine like, and, I, and, I, and he's like, oh, oh, right, 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 those eagles. Oh, eagles, dude. Oh, shit, I had those eagles the I've, whole time. I've definitely had those moments, though, where you're, like, just hanging on. You're just like, I gotta fight this fucking Balrog now. Like, fuck, <laughs> I'm so high. But the Balrog are, like, your dishes. friends at the bar being like, <laughs> can i tell you guys a fun anecdote before we go in i took this one of my last seminars in university it was on this like a, it's a food sort of class like a food history class super fascinating and i did mine on like chocolate of spain like how chocolate imported in spain <laughs> i won't get into it it was interesting though but this fucking girl in the class had the ingenious idea of doing it on like drunk drinks and smoke consumption in the lord of the rings and when she presented it i was like i'm sorry we can do works of fiction what the fuck i was livid and i still think about that girl that she could got away with my master thesis see i think like the more woke uh response that would be like and we should be friends yeah no this was like pre me too movement well, we were deep in Taylor Swift albums, which were all about revenge. Don't see how that's related, but if sure. If you're out there, Ambiguous is whispering good. I love you. We love you. Okay. All right, back to the story. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> At the core of the Durganath lands, there were the vast and open plains where everything wept and disappeared. Souls got swept away here, swept away by the winds. This was the utterly empty part of Durganath, except for the Nathron forest, where dark, foul creatures dwelled. Those who ventured there never returned. A curse was bound to those narrow trees, woven through them. And then to the north were the Shumanian. Wait, this is a geography lesson. It is. Again, you're going to want to subscribe to that that Patreon account. So it goes. It goes desert, Durganath, mountains. No, desert where the capital is. North, you to the like. There's a coast. To the east, you have the forge where they make banshees. To the west, so you have a mountain. West, to the west. Well, I did not know my north, south, east, and west because at one point they do go west. Anyway, so they. Sorry, they have a mountain range and then they have a massive lake border Cerulean land. So, in typical fantasy law, much like your McLaughlin. McGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. These two armies are like... That's, that's one. It's just a super bad type movie and they're searching for a suitcase. <laughs> this, 
that these two kingdoms are fighting against each other for like basically no real reason apart from light and darkness because there's only like two binaries in this land and like the goal of this annihil is annihilation and just like racial genocide like good Darn. ethnic cleansing because the light are elven and the southern people are like humans mm. with and they both have like magical powers that are distributed between like the chosen people. All I'm saying There's is arbitrary reasons. I haven't heard anything about Cerulean. No, this is the thing. So but in our Patreon account, in our so, Patreon account, so somewhere in Cerulean, there's a Trump type character. Yeah. It's like they're coming from shithole country, That's and they're right. It's that one. Are are Durganath? Uh, yeah, the everyone's refugees taking Cerulean jobs. <laughs> they're like down south they they have they sleep with banshees is, is desert there, people is there an enchanted wall being built uh might they got a lot of natural borders though i'd say yeah it's more that well i think we should revisit revisit the ethnic cleansing in our uh from the therapist couch segment yeah. later on let's get back to okay it. let's get back to that uh and to the north were the Cerulean lands. The almighty eight enemy came from there, the enemy of the light, their constant and unforgiving enemy. The battle never ended against them. They had once lived in peace, but that was long ago. A long, long time ago. <laughs> now the battle is for the legendary Atnarion, the one which was the key to glory and success, the key in dominating all. Everyone was after it, as it gave power beyond belief, one that, it was said, no one could destroy. However, the Durkanoth had this legendary object. It was their prized possession, as they praised and loved it, but it was locked with a secret which they could not break. Even the masterminds could not. Oh. It was locked, and so the power could not be released. All was so close, but so far. Okay, this is confusing. Now I realize there's a thing. This is a narrative device we came up with. I think this might ignore, like, okay, so basically each kingdom, Cerulean and Dagonath, think each other have it. Wacky hijinks! <laughs> it's the Freaky Friday of Fantasy uh -huh. Magathos. There's one guy in the haunted forest who's like, those idiots, <laughs> <laughs> juggling it. He's like the Tom Bombadil. <laughs> The only guy who knows the secret, the guy that got killed in the beginning. <laughs> you think we were that <laughs> smart to come up with that narrative device? Right. I don't. He dies. That's so, that better in my head. I agree. <laughs> so that that's like <laughs> it almost certainly was. <laughs> so that's what they think, basically. Okay. Wait, Carolyn, you just spoiled an incredibly yeah. pivotal plot. No, yeah, no. yeah, that's pretty fucked up of you. No, no, no. It would be a fun reveal. Like, what? They no both think that the other one has it? Once again, do you think we were that smart? We were basing it off Aragon, which is fan fiction Lord of the Rings. So right now, the information that we have from the text is that the, the Durganath have this object. Yes. But... They, and they are assured that it is, it is powerful in some way. But they don't know how to access that power. For certain. So for all intents and purposes, it's just useless. Mm. It's paperweight. It's paperweight. Very, very powerful paperweight. Can you imagine if someone in Cerulean was like, I just can't find my fidget spinner? <laughs> <laughs> this topic. I'm not on a roll today, you guys. 
No, just imagine it's, like, <laughs> it's actually just like a modern hand grenade, and like no one's thought of like just pulling the pin part out of it. Yet. I'm gonna cut this off. Like. Should I, should I keep going? <laughs> Wait, do someone do an ad, a word from our sponsors? Oh, an ad from our sponsors, Patreon. Please have us be there. Patreon? What? <laughs> <laughs> Famous for their slogan, please have us be there. Like, now literally no one will ever advertise on this. <laughs> yeah, our first advertisement, which was really just an advertisement for advertisements, <laughs> we fucked it right it up. It wasn't even that. Pay us to fuck up your ad to our to our devoted fan base of ten incredibly wealthy people. So it's not a podcast; it's just satire. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Slowing the horse down to a canter, Raiden raised his head. Wait, when did Raiden get here? This has all just been descriptive of Durganath in general. Okay. And it the nighttime beautiful. up until this point. Now we're getting into the action of it. Slowing the horse down to a canter, Raiden raised his head. He could hear the sound of clattering metal boots and the sound of hoofbeats. Soldiers were approaching, probably a garrison of men and they'd find this lone rider heavily cloaked and armed. It would probably bring them great suspicion. Wait, what is this tense Yeah, very using? weird use of the subject. Yeah, I didn't edit this as, as much as I did the previous one. It's, uh... She's going subjunctive. It's sort of all over the subjunctive place. Subjunctive doesn't exist in English. Here you go, though. You managed <laughs> to do it. That's what makes it so incredible. <laughs> this is Joycey and truly. <laughs> uh... It would probably bring them great suspicion, as the king did not want Raiden to give himself away unless he was utterly in need to. Everything had to be secret. The garrison approached him as Raiden slowed down the horse to a, a slow pace. His head bowed, his eyes averted. The garrison approached him, marching past him. However, they soon stopped and surrounded him, their captain ordering them to surround the stranger. Raiden was forced to stop his horse as he sighed and rolled his eyes. He could hear the incoming hoofbeats as the captain was approaching them. "'What is your business at such late hours of the night, stranger?' came his booming voice, somewhat proud and brave. The men stirred, their metals clanging together to form the chain of sound. Raiden shrugged. "'Isn't a stranger allowed to take a stroll in the night's air?' he said. "'Not in Trump's America, baby.' <laughs> The captain raised an eyebrow and held out his hand. Show me your papers, sir. Oh, shit. They're gonna ask out the Gestapo. Raiden shrugged once more. What papers? I did not expect papers to be given on a night stroll. Now you need papers, thought Raiden with a soft grunt. This was new. He thought it with a grunt? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's like a... So as he went, mm, that's what he was thinking? Exactly. Wow. All right. Uh, this was new. Trust did not come easily in these lands. It was not given easily. Easy. <laughs> wow, that was a flub line. Now you need papers, thought Raiden with a soft grunt. Back in my day. 
this was new. Trust did not no, come easily in, in these lands. Raiden did not blame them to be preoccupied, as it was slightly abnormal to come across a rider in the night without his papers. Wait, why didn't you edit this out? If he's second, <laughs> if he's second in line to the throne, why does he not know that you need papers he's to go around? Because he's incognito. He's he fighting know. battles every day. Yeah, but why? He's does on the front him, lines like, against the enemy, Dave. Check your and and here you're like, why does he know about the newest laws in the country? In Respect his world. service. He's not a details man. No, he's not. But I will reiterate my question one. <laughs> Just I only did a light. I did. I, I, uh -huh. I did a light touch. Neglecting, Neglecting his duties. You get the edited version on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Thieves or murderers would be the only people who would stray in the night. Sir, you have to come with me. You're under arrest, said the Ice. captain and ordered one of the soldiers to approach Raiden and bind his arms. From behind him, Raiden heard someone take his course with the reins and was reaching out to bind him. Raiden rolled his eyes again. This was getting slightly out of hand and frustrating. Jumping off his horse, he looked up at the captain from his hood. I fear you are mistaken. He was cut off by the captain. Bind him, ordered the captain, with a swish of his hand. The soldiers exchanged a look before they dared to approach Raiden once more. Raiden ste uh, stepped forward, approaching the captain. You see, my kind sir, bind him, repeated the captain again from under his helm. But sir, bind him, you miserable <laughs> lot! I said bind him! The captain shouted out of utter fury, his face going red. Without a doubt. The soldiers rushed towards Raiden. However, they did not get far, as by the time Raiden took out his sword from the scabbard which hung from his waist and slashed them in the throat, each one of them, making them fall to the ground. That escalated very quickly. <laughs> Excuse me, sir! And then just gurgling noises. That's awful. Several murders all of a sudden. Soldiers suddenly rushed towards Raiden, trampling over the dead bodies of their comrades, swords in hand and spears pointed at his heart. Yet suddenly, down in three, uh, sorry, one sec here. Wow. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is, this is why they, they picked me. Yet suddenly, Raiden threw down his hood. Everyone stopped and turned to look at the black captain of Durganau. I'm sorry, he killed all those people before he even removed his hood so as to clear up this misunderstanding? Yep. You got it. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is, this is a classic case, a case of driving while black captain. Uh, <laughs> Keen! It did not even apply. Keen! But I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I've been waiting this whole time. Uh, oh my god. Of all the places to drop that, but continue. I liked it, I'm not gonna lie. Everyone was still, even the captain. Nothing stirred. Just like in battle. I couldn't take that line out because it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Everything was still, just like in a pitched battle. Uh, oh god. He could feel the captain's eyes wide in fear at the back of his neck as the soldiers took steps back, retreating their eyes wide in fear also. It's the black captain. 
said one of them. <laughs> However, it was time for Raiden to cut them off. Yes, it is the Black Captain, you foolish men. And next time, think before acting. Raiden <laughs> cried. He said, have you just fucking murked like eight dudes? It's one of those things you see on television where they're like, and next time, don't drink and drive. Because we might just shoot you. <laughs> this is a PSA from the office of the Black Captain of Durganath. <laughs> um... <laughs> Raiden cried in fury, slamming his sword back into the scabbard. Those people had families. <laughs> Those people had families. <laughs> uh, it's a tragedy, truly. This this country has terrible police on police brutality laws. Bah, you make me sick. Does it say bah? It does. B A H exclamation point. Bah. He muttered, thinking aloud. The captain of the garrison, who seemed to be shaking, jumped off his horse and bowed, falling to one knee. Sir, he muttered, for forgive me. We did not know it was you, my lord. I vow that it shall never happen again. Raiden looked down in disgust and disgust and told the poor, plump captain to rise. Raiden He's looked a unionized worker. Insult to injury there. <laughs> Raiden looked at him in the eye making the captain feel intimidated and vulnerable in front of such a powerful man. All right, I was going to say this. This guy does this. not have big dick energy. I was going to say this for later, but there are, there's a recurring theme of, like, dominance and submission yeah. happening in Wait, this keep episode. that foot, keep that foot on the therapist's chair. Oh, I was therapist thinking the couch. line... Therapist couch. I was thinking the line about nothing stirring was like, he's got some Hemingway-esque uh, intimacy issues. Wait, his dick doesn't get up? Do you think Carolyn had read that at this point? Uh, Let's yeah. save it for later. Uh, yeah, anyway. Okay. To be continued. On the therapist's couch. Patreon subscribers only. Go now, you fools, and do not tell of you meeting me. If you have any questions, bring them to the king, he hissed in a cold, sly tone, before snatching the reins of one of the soldiers who held them tightly and swinging himself back onto his horse. <laughs> Making a way for the black captain to pass, the soldiers scattered as Raiden urged the horse into a gallop, away from the men who had quizzical and fearful looks on their faces. This little stop had wasted time, making him hurry once more. Now he had to be on time to catch his ship that would bring him to the port in the Cerulean lands, and the sun was slowly rising, letting the light dance over the horizon, playing and mingling with the bitter darkness. Now he knew no one was going to cross his path in mere fear. However, it amused him, though, to bring fright and fear to people. He was the shadow which would eat them up, he was one of the most claimed and praised people in Durganath, and now he was going to leave his beloved lands to venture into some new ones. End of chapter. So, guys. I don't even know how to respond to that last bit there. Should we do the therapist couch? Very much an anti-hero. Not, not a good guy. Not a good person. And yet, he is the object of Carolyn's 15-year-old's affection. And now we segue. This is like Carolyn's equivalent of just liking the guy with the Harley Davidson and the punk rock t-shirt. Yes, like... yes it is. Can, can confirm. I think it's like kind of beautiful that you had this, like this is literally the man that you 
fantasized up into existence. And it's like a weird projection of like, not only what you find attractive, but also kind of like qualities I think that you wish as a teen you could emulate of like actual control and power and you know, that's just my guess. That was just my guess. You're cutting but deep. I think yeah. it's kind of uh, it's kind of a nice, beautiful lesson that like at the end of it, all things said and done, the man was trash. <laughs> the man was trash then, the man they're trash. <laughs> trash. So, uh, yeah, I do think that it's weird that there was a lot of themes of uh, domination happening here, and I am curious how that plays out in your life today now as a grown woman. Oh, wow. Um, ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Don't. Are those improv classes not <laughs> I, I don't know. What I, what I keep on thinking, though, is where these points of reference came from in my brain. Like, what inspired me to do that? What media had inspired to me? Because I listened to a lot of Coldplay, Hilary Duff, and, like, by 2005... Opposite ends of the spectrum. No, no, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the, the Coldplay won over Hilary yeah. Duff, and that progressed to, like, emo. So, <laughs> like... Suggested that I be evicted from the Who Weekly Facebook group because I misspelled Hillary and Hillary Duff. Oh, I spelled shit. it with two L's and I was like, <gasps> You should know. She. No. You should know. Okay. <laughs> Close shave. Anyway, so apart from that, it was like reaching peak emo where I like I felt like I was thinking a bit differently from my rural community, or I had like emotions, or more importantly. This was like an era of TV with men not displaying emotions was mm -hmm. very prominent. So our like resources were just like men who were very bravado and masculine. And I was like, yeah, I want a man to just murder eight people for no apparent reason because that's a display of masculinity. Mm. And then, you know, the OC changed my life with Seth Cohen. And I know he was really one of the first like vulnerable male yeah. figures. Yeah, and, and nerdy. we didn't love him for it. Nerdy. Any counter arguments from... Men in the room. Uh, I don't understand any of these pop culture references. I watched because one episode watched of the OC. The OC is amazing. But I stopped it's watching the not. OC. It was in the same time slot as 24, and I had chosen. No, 24 was after because I watched 24 after the OC. So you have no well, 24 excuse. was an hour long. The OC was like a half hour. I think. No, no, it's an hour. It's an hour. hour. Don't come but for me with the OC <laughs> I just think they remember flipping through them. Maybe in. Really the court will find the witness has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> he does not remember the TV guide from 2005. As if I had a TV guide. Yeah, I was just saying, ugh. Do you guys remember the TV guide? Yeah, the TV guide. Uh, I we did not. not. When you only had ten channels, you didn't need a TV guide. That would be an encyclopedia if those still exist. Well, we had like, like 70 channels. Yeah, you had cable, of course, Dave. Yeah. That makes sense with my conception of you. <laughs> I actually do categorize people into like people who had cable growing up and people who didn't. If it Wait, makes you feel better, I remember getting cable. It, I wasn't. It, it wasn't a whole time you were thing. Born into there was, cable. There were there were born years into of, cable with a silver cable spoon in your That genuinely sounds I, like I a lot of celebration. Just like the rest of us, okay. <laughs> So, um, any predictions after that lovely therapist session? Um, any predictions for chapter six? Chapter six. That chapter is the right six. number of chapters. Chapter six. Any predictions? I love that we're getting on a boat. 
Yeah, I'm excited for more. I'm glad that something happened. Okay, so thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in to listening to this, and thank you, Emma. And roll the outro music. (laughs) I do not want to deal with copyright. Um, Emma, thank you for listening. Keenan, thank you for narrating. David, thank you for contributing. (laughs) (laughs) You blew your spot right up. I did script this. Yeah, you blew your butt. Ugh, okay. Here I go. Okay, thanks for... She just wants it to be good for you guys. I know. Thanks for... She's trying to thank you, man. Yes. Okay, thanks for tuning in, listeners. You can find us on SoundCloud. Yes. Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. Um, subscribe. Leave a review. Listen to Enya. Enya's great. Listen to Enya. And have a glass of white wine. We have an Instagram account. Where I post. We have an Instagram account. We have an Instagram account. Yeah. you didn't know about the Instagram account. Oh, honestly, pretty dope memes. I gotta say. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, the podcast might die, and the Instagram might continue. It's wildly more successful. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, so it is. Let no criticism on this. So I'm going. This is the handle. Let's deal with it. It's at Tolkien White Girl. One word. 2018. All one word. I just want to specify that that handle is at Token White Girl One Word with one word spelled out 2018. <laughs> Thanks, David. So, um, thank you. Yeah, see you guys next week, I guess. Yeah, we're good. We can stop. You don't have to be <laughs> 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 <laughs>